This podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's new Patreon community, the Global Coffee Think Tank. Check the show notes or head to patreon.com forward slash Mapper Forward to find out how you can become a member today. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and I have the great honor of having my friend Diego Barayona on the podcast today. Welcome, Diego. Thank you, Lee. It's a pleasure to be back again. We are going to have an interesting conversation over this series of five episodes about the El Salvadorian coffee supply chain. Um, I have a specific reason for wanting you to come on the podcast at the moment. We are facing very interesting economic times ahead and we're coming out of, out of in inverted commas, (laughs) what seems to have been a very unique situation. Uh, with the pandemic and with the supply chain, the way that it it unfolded. Um, But it seems as though that wasn't quite as unique as the times that we're facing now. Mm -hmm. I love the way that you think about things. I love the way that you approach things. And your feet rest on the shoulders of giants in our industry. And, you know, I want to take a second to pay respects to your dad. I was a big fan. Um, And so you having the wisdom of the past, but also this idea of education and, and the mind of innovation, I think that not just coffee producers but business owners all over the world in coffee could take a lot from this conversation about how we can view the next couple of years and how we're going to need to adapt to a lot of the changes that are happening. So over this series, we're going to talk about the supply chain out of El Salvador. We're going to talk about innovation. We're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about how things have changed. And we're going to talk about specifically how you've navigated that up until this moment and what you're kind of thinking is going to be the necessary toolkits that people are going to have to draw from in order to navigate the very challenging financial and logistical times ahead for our industry. How does that sound? Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. A lot of talking to talk to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You and I don't ever struggle to have a conversation, which is fantastic. (laughs) So, my friend, let's start with reminding everybody who you are. Yeah. Um, I'm Diego Barahona. I'm a fifth-generation coffee producer based in El Salvador, a finca farm called Los Pirineos. Uh, I would say my father, Hiberto, was the one who – he was a legend. He he was the one who probably put the name on on the map. So I'm really, really honored happy and humble to be able to continue his legacy mm. and I hope to continue it for the near future for mm. a very long time. And your coffees are known all over the world. Most of my clients all serve your coffee and wow. they're very honored to do so and they do it with pride, which, is, which really speaks a lot, especially as you're so low-key. You are not out there playing the marketing game you are heads down trying to figure out how do we navigate the time ahead so today we're going to start the conversation for the series off with getting a landscape understanding of what the El Salvadorian coffee supply chain looks like and 
perhaps if there's any uniqueness that it has compared to other um, coffee growing regions. So why don't you tell us a little bit about El Salvadorian coffee? Yeah, um, I'll say it's very unique and it's kind of peculiar because being such a small country, you can find different profiles in the same country. Um, I noticed a lot of farmers are really, really interested in getting different varieties, different terrors. So it's really interesting to see the, the ambition there is for the producers here. Um, that the chip has changed, meaning that uh, we are more aspiring for quality. The, before it was like a, like a quantity game, let's produce, produce, but now I feel like people have understood it's, it's more of a quality game, let's play quality. Um, I feel like also processing has changed a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. Like we were talking before, there was a big problem with the generation overlap, but now uh, there's been this, more interest in getting better in processing, innovating in processing, so that there's more uh, um, innovation on, on that side. So I would say farmers here are, are trying to, to be different, trying to, to, to innovate and trying to, to get out there. With regards to the kinds of coffee trees that are planted, and the kinds of uh, approaches that producers have towards things like coffee leaf rust and the technological aspects of genetics in that. Is, is El Salvador leading the charge with any of that? Is there anything different going on there? Hmm. I would say at the moment, not when I'm in the charge, but this is a talk I had with somebody else recently. And I will say that the future will be that we need to find ways to, uh, to find the hybrids or do some genetic testing in order to find varieties that can maintain the same quality, the same aspects, mm. but are, are, are strong against rust, against any other disease, because uh, there's a crisis right now. I think you, you know about it. The prices for uh, uh, fertilizers are they have tripled. nuts nuts it's nuts. it's nuts and it's really sad because i'm i pretty sure it's going to take a toll on, on a lot of farmers not and, just and in el salvador cool. right so yeah i i think it's global it's because of covid the logistic uh, crisis the the war with with the uh, russian ukraine gas prices it's it's a perfect salad of chaos i call it it's yeah yeah so it's really sad, and I don't know when it's gonna stop. You know, like like when like when is it enough? You know, we get hit by by so many issues: global warming, war, pandemic, gas price. You know, it's 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 tough time. That's what's really the unique aspect of what's happening right now, right? Is yeah. that we can't really see the end of this. Nope. It's not like we can say, "Well, the pandemic will end once we've got a vaccine." We can see a way out of that, right? And there's a strategy to get there. Yeah. With what? And I still say that it's coming because we're not in it yet. We're not really in the the eye of the storm of the intro. <laughs> right. This is this is the prelude. <laughs> it's a, it's a, the trailer. <laughs> and you know we've been talking since the beginning of, of 2021, we've been talking about there are challenging financial times ahead. The logistical issues that are going on are not going to end anytime soon. We've been saying this and saying this and saying this, and yet people are still surprised that we're in this mess. Yeah. And, and I would argue that there are people who would say, but my cafe is full of people. There is no mess. 
Look at coffee prices. They're up. There's no mess. Well, you've got to scratch below the surface and now you'll start to see coffee prices might be up, but they're not up 600%. Fertilizer prices are. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about the kind of the long-term viability of, let's say, a farm like Los Perineos, mm-hmm. and we talk about the need to adapt with different hybrids and things like that, what role, to add another layer to it, what role is climate playing in that? Really big one. Yeah. Really big one. Uh, why? Uh, I felt the farm be much harder recently, hotter, like really hot. Really? Really hot, yeah. It's gotten much hotter. And it's, and we've planted more trees. We have more shade. And we're like, why is it hotter? It's really humid and hot. Wow. And uh, we've noticed like, let, like over parts of the farm are kind of suffering to rust, uh, coffee borer, um, so a bit of like insects. And then mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the leaves are kind of drying a little bit, like in the liver, little parts. And I've seen a lot of farms below us that are completely abandoned. So climate change is really so. So they're abandoned because coffee producing is getting too hot or because coffee producing is getting too expensive? Both. Both, Both, yeah. I'll say both, yeah. Yeah, so I will say in my my area, like on the east side of the country, I will say it's very few of us that are still farming coffee. Very few. Very few. Now, to give some context, what impact does that have to the total global yield? For a country like a solar, I would say it's a low one, but uh, like I would say for us, it's kind of it's a big problem because these farms are abandoned. Nobody works them, so all the rust just like uh, breeds there, and then it, it gets to my farm to, to other people's farms. So it's a big pro- like in terms of like a yield for us and, and other people, it's really bad because we have to invest more money in fertilizers, control more, you know. So it's a big big problem. And I guess it exacerbates or compounds the problem of the global financial situation because it decreases the GDP of El Salvador. Yeah, less less exporting for the country, yeah. Right. And none of this is unique to El Salvador, right? This is happening in countries all over the world. I think it's, uh, yeah, we we think it's just us, but, like, it's it's not only us. It's it's a lot of people in Latin America. Yeah, wow. Okay. So we're going to wrap up this episode. And then in the next episode, we're going to start deep diving yeah. into the challenges that El Salvador has had as a coffee producing region over the past couple of years with regards to the pandemic and and the flow on effects because there have been some. <laughs> All right, friends, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. The best way that you can support this podcast is to join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash map it forward. There you can become a part of our community, the Global Coffee Think Tank, for as little as $3 a month. That's a total of $36 a year. We have a lot of big ideas for this community, so I really hope that you'll join in. This podcast is produced by Maple Forward and the song you're currently listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight, which is produced by Evolutionary Theory. You can check the show notes for links. 
For more content from Map It Forward, consider joining our mailing list at mapitforward.org forward slash mailing list.